Balotelli. Aguero! I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again. Gavin keeps it. Skin on goal. Look at that pass. Haydock! Goal! Columbus! There are things on here for the USA. Can they do it here? Cross and Dempsey is denied again. And Donovan has scored! This is the beautiful game. Oh, it's incredible! Described by two uglies. Stupendous! Welcome to Bone and Bean United. This is a thing of genius. Happy Soccer Podcast Day live from the pub at Lower.com Field. Listen to all those black and gold fans out here supporting us as we are hanging out after a big crew victory, four to nothing over the Vancouver Whitecaps. I am T-Bone. And I am Beam. Kind of drunk, but we're having a good time today at the LDC. Having a good time. Big win. Big win today, Bone. Yeah, huge win for the crew in the lid lifter for the 2022 season. This is, for what it's worth, the first home opener for the start of the season. The first Cruzmas that we have experienced at Lower.com Field. We opened this stadium midway through last year. Now we got to experience the full deal beam. This was a 4 nothing domination of your other favorite team, <laughs> yeah. the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, I know you love yeah, him so yeah, much. Big Alfonso t- Davies guy back in the day. I know you love him. Yeah, it was a tough day for me. Obviously, it was very torn. Not really. Uh, when we got the scoring started, was very happy to see uh, what the crew did, but... I mean, how about the people in here at the LDC? Oh, today? man, it's, it's stacked and packed. How about the people Love at the it. LDC at the pub? It was a great crowd today. It was awesome. A uh, little chilly, little chilly, but that's a little, okay. A little, a brisk chill yeah, in the we air. Were fine. Yeah, we were fine. It was all good, but uh, it was a terrific day today. Very excited to see everybody out here, but uh, fantastic performance. Oh, fantastic huge, performance. huge performances. So we'll get into all that today. For those of you who are listening on the radio, thank you for checking us out. We do a soccer podcast once a week on the fan. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You, if you're here in the pub and you never knew that, you can just hit subscribe on whatever podcast app. Bone and Beam United, this one will be up a little bit later. You can show your friends and say, look, I was on the radio. Here's I proof. didn't know this was going to be a podcast, so that's news to me. I don't, it might be news to Bodie, our producer, too, but we're going to have to find a way to get the audio and ship it over to us, I guess. All right, let's talk about this game because the crew came out. A lot of questions to start this season, right, Beamer? I mean, not as many questions as my voice is generating right now, if it'll hold out for the entire before, time. Before, before we get into anything, you were cheering very hard today. Oh, yeah. Your voice oh, is yeah. gone. This is the reason it kind of sounds like it does. It, all, it, it does this every year I get the little uh, laryngitis inspired by Cruzmas. Yep. So that's what happened today. Because but you were going so hard, you were cheering so hard, and this is what happens. That's right, yeah. But you know what? I support the black and gold, supported them pretty much since day one. And, of course, through all the thick and thin, we come out to these games. We love to support them. Here's, here's where I come down on this victory. Mm-hmm. Four to nothing to start the season off. There were so many questions coming into this one. You've got guys playing new positions. You've got new guys coming in who have never played for this team. You've got a lot of question marks about where the goals will come from. It's a long season. We know the grind of an MLS season. It's starting here in February. It's not going to be over until October. And we're going to be following it all the way through right up to the World Cup. But this this is about as good of a statement as you can make that things are on the right path for the Columbus crew. And they started off 
just a banner day here at Lower.com Field. It was a, it was pretty wild to see the opening day lineup, right? Because I thought for sure Giassi was going to be in the 11 just because Giassi's I mean, been in the 11 for the past couple of years, and he's been fantastic. He's and earned that right. He has earned that right. He's playing for the national team. It's great. And all of a sudden, Caleb, Caleb starts Miguel Berry. I'm sorry, Miguel Effenberry. Well, I believe we can't actually... say it because we are on the radio, but yes, you can infer there, Miguel yeah. blanking Barry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so he starts him, but we knew in the off season we have talked about this. Yaliboa comes over from Krakow, comes over oh, from man. Poland, and he's like, I mean, was dominant today. <laughs> like, anybody here? Did anybody here like Yaliboa in yeah. his debut for the Black and Gold? That's great. right. It was that's great. Right. He came in, man. He was tremendous. He was fantastic. Obviously, you have a lot Lucas. of pace, a lot of pace lot from him. Of pace. But lot you know what? Here's the thing I like. He definitely was showing that it is still his first time in this lineup. There were still some things yep. where you say, man, if you clean this up a little bit, he's an even more dynamic player. But you and I were sitting next to each yes. other down in 103. We're hanging out, looking right across the Nordeca, which looked beautiful as always. Nordeca's Give it up for the Nordeca, right? Huge, big noise from them today. We love that. We're looking. We're we're on the right side of the field. Yeah. First half, second goal that goes in, off Derek Etienne's foot. But the service, the ball from Yaw Yaboa, yeah. it was down in front of us, and you and I both are slapping each other like, <laughs> "What is what this you- ball? Where did this come from?" It was it was epic. It was like watching Tom Brady drop back and drop a sixty-yard dime on somebody. It was just beautiful that pass. Well, and the crazy yeah, thing boo is- Tom Brady. That's fine. You can yeah, boo him you all you want. Him. That's fine. Yeah, go you to hell care. for him. Uh, anyways. <laughs> But, yeah, so the best thing, too, is, like, you expected y'all to, like, be pacey and run at someone and, like, get in the box and do all these different things. I was not expecting fantastic service balls from him, and he was tremendous today. Uh, So that was fantastic to see. And then, of course, it was going to be interesting where Milos. Our uh, guy, Where Milos plays. Milos Dejnik. Milos Dejnik comes in, and if you you aren't familiar with him, uh, he came over, he had some – obviously experienced with Red Star Belgrade, which was in the Champions League, and he just randomly posts pictures with, like, Mo Salah and some of the best players on the planet. It's like, okay, that guy's playing here in Columbus. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Aloy Room wasn't tested one time today. Him and Jonu, I think, thought played great. Yeah. Him and Mensa played great together as a pairing. And so it was just a lot of excitement to be had, and I know it was so disappointing after last year coming off of this and I thought Prez Bez did a great job going out scouting these guys. Now, granted, it's one game, but it was a lot oh, of fun. Well, yeah, today. I mean, let's put it this way. If you lost three to nothing or something like that, you'd say, too, oh, hey, it's one game, don't read too much into this, right? I mean, you don't want to take too much either way after the first game of a long, dragging MLS season. That Although, is going I don't, to know. Test I don't know if we've checked the table. We've got four goals. We're yeah. at home. I don't know how many games the Eagles has played. There's only I'm, been one other game, I'm I think. I'm pretty so. sure we're leading. Hey, I'm we are sure top of league. Say we are top of league. Hey, hey. We are top of league. Say we are top of league. There we go. All right. So, yes, about as good of a start as you could have. So one of the things that we've been also looking at as we talked about the start of the season, we talked with Frankie Haydick about this. Yep. Uh, if you missed those interviews, they're all at Bone and Beam United on the podcast. You can go hear us talking with the crew legend, Circle of Honor member Frankie Haydick came on. It was very nice. But one thing we hit on with him, Pedro Santos, who has been a fixture in this roster for the last few years and obviously has put in a lot of good service for this team. 
now is playing at the left-back position. Milton Valenzuela, who was a talented young player, goes away, and the crew almost seemed like, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll weather that storm. We're good. We can lose an under-25 player who's extremely talented, a young DP. We'll be all right because we've got Pedro. He can come in and fill in. I thought, and, and Frankie pointed this out to yeah. us, it's going to be a test of Pedro how much he can figure out the moments to be that tough physical player and the moments where he needs to be you know, skilled, dribble around a guy, get out of something. I thought for the most part he handled that excellently today through one game. I think that experiment looks like it's off to a great start. Even though we've seen him play that position before, it was a really good start for him today. So, again, you and I were sitting in 103, and for the people who aren't in the pub and aren't familiar with uh, the Death Stars seating chart, that's literally right down the southeastern side. So we had a great view of his lane, yep. of where yep. he was covering, what he was doing on the field. And I said to you in probably the 65th minute, I'm like, Pedro is working like crazy today. And we know he can do that. And his supply balls are so great and everything else that he does. Uh, the one moment that stood out to me, uh, I think it was in the first half, and he was over on the far side where he had a step over. The guy tried to slide tackle him. He just kind of slid the ball, pushed it up the field. Yep, and I, yep, yep. I, I don't know if it resulted in a goal or whatever because it was kind of hard for me to see at the moment. But it's plays like that that you need. It's a player like that that you need that can do that. You don't, like, you don't need always need to be the brash tackler and anything like that. Right. So it, as long as he can settle into his game, and again, you know the player that Pedro is. He's going to work his tail off the entire time that he's in there. Yep. Yep. And I thought he was tremendous today. I really did. He was. And, you know, the word that comes to mind with Pedro was composure. Yes. You know, I mean, not that not that it's not been composed back there, but I really feel like he brings that he's not afraid of what's going to happen. And he's going to have his moments. He's going to draw some fouls that are really going to tick off some pretty good wingers in this league. And they're going to get ticked with him. They're going to get mad at him. They're going to get frustrated with him. And he's going to burn him up the left side of the field. And they're going to be chasing him down all game. And I think you saw in part, man, look at what happens when they bring on some pace in the second half. Luis Diaz comes in. So you not and I, on that the, side, the crazy but, thing is that you and I were saying when they brought in their subs, I think it was the first three-pack, right? Yeah. So yeah. Luis Diaz comes in. Aiden Morris comes in. Yeah. And why am I blanking on the third sub? That, that was old Giassi Zardes. Yeah, so Giassi yeah. comes in, and I'm like, Either way, you want to flip it. These subs that are coming in can obviously be starters. This is going to be pandemonium for any other team in MLS to try to handle. Well, right. I, I think the the concern always is, as we saw last I year. I have no concerns. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just ignore the concerns. That's yeah. fine. The concern, of course, is keeping everybody healthy and right. your depth in some of those positions. But if this team is at full strength, you have options that can come in as subs. You have competition in the 11 that is going to really matter because, you know, we haven't even got to him, and we'll talk about him in a second, but that competition up top between Jossie and Miguel Berry, sure. the competition that's going on in the wings, right, with different guys wanting to get in there. And obviously even a guy who got a huge ovation, by the way, and I think it, it should have been for both guys, Artur, who hasn't played yes. much since last year. He was tremendous. He put in a, a hell of a shift for this team. It was great to watch. But then he gets subbed off wherever that was, 70th, 75th, somewhere around there. And Aiden Morris comes in, a guy who blew out his knee last year, missed the whole season with a torn ACL. After not even a few minutes of action, he got to play in the Champions League match. 
that the ovation he got, the fans respect what that guy did in MLS Cup two years ago. But now you have him as your guy to come in when you need to give either Darlington or Artur, more likely Artur, a break. I love the. Darling, I love. I th- I'm I love pretty that sure three that Darlington right can run for nine thousand minutes and never get tired. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's one of those things where, if for some reason Darlington's just been putting on a lot of miles, maybe he's got a little knock, and they want to give him a break. Aiden Morris is a perfect guy to put next to our tour. I mean, it worked in an MLS Cup a couple of years ago, like we talked about. So, you're right. They have got uh, a really good mix right now, and it's it's one game, like we said, still going to be. A lot to try to figure out over the next few weeks and months. Keep relative health. See how this all shakes out. But I thought I thought the subs were good. I like seeing the three subs come in when they did. I didn't think that was too early, too late. I thought it was spot on by Caleb Porter. So I, I really don't have any complaints. I really don't have a lot of things that I feel like this team is not doing well after one game. But the only thing you can say is it's early, and let's not read too much into it just yet. It is early. That's a 1,000% correct. But at the same time, remember, you came into the season last year thinking this exact thing. This was the same, not the same roster. I mean, minus a few pieces. Very similar roster. And then you kind of got destroyed by injuries. And so the, the crazy thing is to me, when you were looking through, like, all of the MLS predictions and everything, it's like, all right. Some of the people had the crew missing the playoffs. Some of them had, you know, making a as a seven or eight seed. There's really nothing in the roster that has changed that that much from two years ago yeah. that had them repeating as Eastern Conference champions, right. as repeating from MLS Cup champs, and now all of a sudden I feel like this team has slept on, and I really don't have any reason why. I don't know why we should believe that, but I, I think the I think the main reason it gets slept on is just because the people are looking at the performance last year and saying, "Well, that's just who they are." And well, it's like, right, oh, but you look at the man games down yeah, and the minutes yeah. they lost from injury, like it was outrageous. The yeah, minutes and, that they lost. Well, in talking with Doctor Pete earlier this week, you know, one of the owners yeah, of the team, nice. Doctor Pete Edwards, talked to the owner of the team. Bone. We, we, we did have quite a few. That's another that interview there. that's on Bone and United. You can go listen Man. to it. But I never got that opportunity. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Pete. Talk to us about how those injuries last year, he's never seen anything like that, and he was the team physician before he bought the team. Right. So <laughs> if the team doctor's saying that's pretty crazy, I think it's a fair assessment that last year was unprecedented in the injury category. Well, think about it. I mean, too. And they I almost guess... made the playoffs. They had a mathematical chance to make it on the final day of the season, yeah. which is bizarre, but it, it did. It was still in that play. The middle two months of the season was Yeah, it was not, brutal. It was not great. Brutal. It was not great. No, it was brutal, man, Think about but... the game against Real Estelli, right? Like, Aiden Morris comes in with huge expectations yep. after the yep. cup final that he has, and then all of a sudden his season's over, and then you lose our tour, and then it just continued on and on and on, and then it was just a little too late, uh, a little too little too late for this crew team uh, at the end of last year. But, yeah, again, I don't I don't really understand why the expectation uh, why the expectations for this team should be down. No, for no, this they year. shouldn't be. I yeah. mean, it is. Caleb Porter had the quote uh, just a couple days ago where he was talking about the team and he said, "You know, I don't know if the goals are going to be there right yet. I hope fans are patient with us." And people almost read that at first as like, "What is he saying? He's saying he doesn't think this team's going to win." And then he said, "But I'll bet my house that we're going to make the playoffs." Right. Which. I mean, that's a convenient way of saying if I, we don't make the playoffs, I'm going to get fired. I'm <laughs> also not going to be I mean, living here. I need here. a house. I may need to move. Right. But the point being, I don't blame him for betting his house on that because this, this, 
this is the type of thing, if healthy, this team is capable. Maybe not 4-0 every single time out. That's, that's beautiful. We'll Five take it. Right, yeah. Wait, did I miss one? Because I was in here. Did no, I, miss I mean, it okay. was four, but I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it could have been six, yeah. right? I mean, could have been was... seven. Could have been eight. <laughs> could have been nine. Yeah, but you throw in there was a red card in this game. There, it's, it's not always going to go like that. But if this team can play offensively and control the game offensively like they did for much of this one, it, it was 55-45, I think, possession-wise for the crew. It, it felt it like also, it was 70-30 for most of the game. So I mean, that was, was the crazy thing. I mean, it was me and you were sitting next to each other, and you had your two daughters there, and yep, I was sitting yep. next to my wife. And she looked at me, and she was like, what's the possession on this thing, 80-20? Yeah. And I'm like, it, it may be more. And again, I mean, it wasn't that much. But it did feel like in the first half, like it was 90-10, to 10, like because we were sitting in the south end of the stadium. Vancouver did not have the ball at all. In our side, it did not seem like this defense was being tested. No, no. So what the midfield was doing, I thought the attack was fantastic today. Uh, and the defense really wasn't tested. And so I guess it kind of brings you to the next point. Like, well, when this defense get, gets tested, how are they going to be? Yeah. But, again, that's a story for another week. Who really I, cares I, about yeah. that right now? And I think that's, that's going to come right because you have a lot of new pieces. You have a lot of guys that haven't played together. So having a, a day, especially in the cold, to get out there, shake off some of the rust, Get to know each other a little bit, see how you play, and then there we, was a bad back pass there between was. Milos and Aloy, which and and what's going to yeah. happen? They're going to get into right. training on Monday, and they're going to talk about that let's and say, "Let's not that. ever do that again, and let's figure that out." And that's that's natural. You're going to have that over the next couple months. You're going to have a couple games where they're probably going to look defensively pretty poor. To me, as long as they start figuring those things out and they can make adjustments, that's that's the biggest thing. How's your voice doing, by the way? Uh, it's it's starting to fade, but we only have one more segment here. So we are live at the pub at Lower.com Field. We're going to take a break. When we come back on Bone and Beam United, we will talk about that decision up top that Caleb Porter made to go with young Miguel Berry. What does that mean Miguel going forward? Who? Miguel bleeping effing all the above goal scoring barry <laughs> back heel and barry all that and more we'll talk about that next you're listening to a special presentation bone and beam united on 97.1 the fan common man has spent the past 18 years telling you how much he hates people and yes that probably means you too common man and t-bone weekdays at three the fan we're back on bone and beam united Live on 97.1, the fan, a little special edition broadcast post-game as the Columbus crew defeat the Vancouver Whitecaps. Also live at the nothing. LDC Pub. Let's go. Let's go, yeah. We are Big hanging out here. points today. Next Big few minutes we're points. here. Yeah, so the crew win 4 to nothing. We didn't actually do the technical bits here, so uh, let's run through real quick. Four goals. Miguel Berry, eighth minute, get you started off the oh, yeah, right sorry. way. Nice little uh, deflection there right off the beginning to get in. But, hey, it went in. It's what we want. And he was a force to start off yes, the game. Derek Etienne, 25 minutes. Derek Etienne Jr., sorry, 25 On the minute. lovely ball from uh, Yaw That was right Yaw Yaboa with a great yeah, ball there. Yep. Uh, Luis Diaz, as a sub, comes in, 84th minute. He puts one away. That is after, by the way, there was a 53rd-minute red card to Jakob Narinsky. So he goes out. Crew are up and the rest of the game. on that goal, too. Yeah, it was. Denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity there, so you can't do that. You can't pull a guy down or even mess with him when he's got the advantage, and that was the case. My favorite part about that, too, is uh, we were you know, obviously sitting in the stands, which is where you yep, sit when, you go, where you sit when you go to games. Uh, well, unless, I don't know. 
the uh, I had a guy a couple of rows behind me, and he was like, "Dog so, dog so." That's right. And I think the ref heard him because then the player for Vancouver did get a second yellow, which then turned into a red card. Yep, it did indeed. Uh, so Luis Diaz later after that scored in the 84th minute. A couple minutes later, we were he- I was here in the pub getting set up, getting ready. And I looked up, and I almost thought they were showing a replay. And then I realized, no, that's Delray with the ball. So and then we were he's right, scoring, we and it was right, four to nothing. We were right down there, very, very close to that goal. The close control touch that he had on that goal made like two guys miss. Yeah, man. It was pretty jaw-dropping, and I think that's par for the course what he has provided you during his incredible oh, yeah. tenure here. Yeah. At well, and it was it's really, I'll tell you, man, when you've got – a player of Zellerayon's caliber, and he doesn't even really have to get going until the second half, and you're already staked a 2 nothing lead. I mean, yeah, I mean what are you going to do? There's not a lot of teams that are going to be able to handle that when he gets going. But let's talk about that decision as we talked earlier. Top of the box, right? I mean, the guy that it, the offense is kind of aiming for at all times, your target forward. For years here, that's been Jossie Zardes, rightfully so. He has earned it. He has had a career resurgence. We love Jossie. He is... Phenomenal player, right? But there's also got to be a little more production at that spot. And Miguel Berry came in second half of last year, finally got his chances after, you know, being sent out to USL, USL side. I think he was out in San Diego. We, we talked with him earlier, had him on Bone and Beam United. I got to talk to him because, well, again, must be nice. To be fair, nice. you did. I talked must to him. Must be nice. And, I didn't you know, get the invite to talk to him. So Miguel Berry... He's an interesting case because he got drafted and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And then they were like, well, we got this weird season. And then they sent him off to San Diego to get some minutes and he got to play there. And, you know, he's just kind of doing that deal for a little while. And then finally gets the call back, gets to come be a part of the crew last year. And then late in that season, he really came on eight goals all mostly in the second half. Some big goals against the likes of FC Cincinnati and Hell is Real. It was almost the single handed reason why you almost made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I mean, Without I mean, Miguel Berry, you're nowhere close yeah, to a playoff. He, he really computers. changed what this team did offensively. That's nothing against Jossie Zardes. It's the type of thing that when you watch great teams, when you watch European soccer, when you watch all these other things, then you suddenly start to see that this team is able to put some things together. And when you're watching teams in Europe, they have guys that are competing for that eight, for that 11. Not for the 18, but also for the 11 to try to get a starting nod, right? So that's something that I think now you're seeing with the crew. You are going to have week in, week out, a little bit of a battle there between those two guys in training. You're going to see Jossie. Well, I, I think that's think, great. Because yes. remember when we sat down and we talked to Frankie Haduk, and if you haven't listened to that, I would recommend you Go would. check it out. Is that it's an incredible locker room, and it's a family environment. And everybody wants the best for everybody, but you also get the best out of everybody when you're competing every single day for that spot. And so fully 100% walking in here to the season opener, I thought, okay, Giassi's going to get the start. He's been up with the national team. He had a good end of the last year. I thought Miguel Barry was going to come off the bench. I did. And then an hour before the game, I was shocked looking down at my phone, yep. seeing that Miguel yep. Berry was the starter, and I thought he played fantastic. There, there seemed to be some hinting at that around the team, and I was wondering if that was you know smoke and mirrors or if that was real. But here's the thing with Caleb Porter. They dropped he, 100 strawberries off at your house, and you said, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> is that true? What do you mean? Well, never mind. Okay. Uh, 
Caleb Porter, though, he is a guy that takes those chances and decides he wants competition. So puts Miguel Berry in. It's a bet that paid off. Miguel Berry, by the way, had that back heel that – Oh, it was so close. It was so close to being By the way, Artur almost goal. scored – Twice outside of the box. Oh. I've never wanted a goal. I've never wanted a shot to go in more that, for a human being than one. both of those. Yes. The one that was off the oh crossbar. That one was really tough. To, to Not that he, he – I mean, he did a phenomenal job with it. You just really wanted it to go in. But, yeah, so overall, a great day out at Lower.com Field. Beamer, you're, you're kind of – I don't want to say final impressions, but overall just your general thoughts as we kind of wrap it up here. General thoughts. Terrific day. Uh, interesting early start to the season was going to be – fascinated to see how they responded obviously they have more time in the offseason to get their bodies ready since the world cup has gotten moved up uh they had less time to get prepared for it uh i thought (laughs) i thought it was a fantastic game obviously when you win four nil at home uh there's not a whole lot to pick upon midfield very strong attack very strong defense probably the strongest aloy didn't really have to do anything, nope. which was fantastic to see. What like to see. Uh, probably 9 out of 10's performance all across the board for me. Yeah. Uh, the crew's next game, March 5th. It is against the Quakes. It is next Saturday, three, or, uh, that's 5.30 p.m., I believe. I'm looking at that right. 3.30, 5.30, I can't see. Oh, well, whatever. It's 5.30. 5.30. We'll have, you know, coverage for you on the fan. We'll also, of course, you can watch that on Bally Sports as well. Uh, yeah, man, this is a, a great way to start off the How season. How about this crowd We're today, excited. Thank you guys for coming today out to the LDC. Bone and Beam United, available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Bone and Beam United. Thanks again for listening to crew coverage here on 97.1 The Fan, your home of the crew.